tortues. Alright! Bam, 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 bam! This is Kicking and Streaming Podcast, a binge watcher's guide to streaming movies, TV series, and stuff. Here are your hosts, Graham and Jocelyn. And hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Kicking and Streaming Podcast. My name is Graham. And with me today, of course, is the very much absolutely fantastic Jojo, to whom I say hello, Jojo. How did you, Graham? Ah, Jojo, we're doing all right. It's finally, you know, long weekend in the US. And as we've told countless times to our listeners, we record the show on Saturdays. And so, you know, this is going to be a long one, 4th of July weekend or whatever, right? Yep. So we're doing our thing. You know, somebody posted on Facebook, does America deserve a birthday party? (laughs) 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 I don't know, but I'm kind of behind that. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. If it weren't for the yeah. fact that you got it, that we get a day off, it would be like, yeah, no, I, <laughs> yeah, take a no. seat. <laughs> but you yeah. know, if you're retail, you don't get a day off. So, so yeah, there's that. There's that. So. You know, but but truthfully, it's a question worth asking. Does America deserve a birthday party? I say no. <laughs> Damn. I think it needs to sit in the corner with a dunce cap. Because <laughs> uh, everybody else eats cake. <laughs> but here's what we're going to do. <laughs> we're going to let that question just uh, simmer for a moment. In the meantime, we are going to plunge into the show that we've got for today. We've we've been a bit serious lately, haven't we, Jojo? Mm-hmm. So, we have been. I've been super punchy today, though, so this is a good one. <laughs> good day to not be serious. Yeah, we've been we've been quite serious. We've we've talked about some very dialogue heavy shows, topics that are very very strong and opinionated, and uh, which end up obliging me to telling some folks on YouTube to go fuck themselves, um, because you know. People. Any day you can tell somebody on the internet to, to fuck off is a good day. So, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't have to agree with you. You don't have to agree with me. Because we we have this podcast and we've always said that what we said, we said. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's that's what, that's what podcasting is all about, is a bunch of people who've got something to say <laughs> and say it. You know, so, you know, hashtag argue with your mama. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't really understand the whole concept of being like, uh, yeah, I don't like what you have to say, so I, I'm not going to listen anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Bye. That's exactly how the world works. <laughs> like, I'm supposed to be offended? Like, uh, okay, whatever. Yeah, we're cool, man. <sighs> but, I mean, we are grateful for you who have been here since the beginning or since the time that you discovered us. And you're still here, even though sometimes you disagree with what we have to say. Having said that, today we are reviewing a series, well, actually a movie on Paramount Plus called Jerry and Marge Go Large. And, uh, you know, it's a very lighthearted movie. It's based on a true story. It's not going to be one of those like, whoa, this was very heavy. Mm -hmm. But it's, I think... You know, if you're in the U.S. and you have this long weekend, this could be a nice little thing to do, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's it's a, it's a nice way to uh, either start out or, or run into the the middle of your weekend. It's 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 a sweet little cute story. Yes, a little I'm bit of Americana. That. A little bit of America. I like I like the way you go you go about that one, Jojo. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of cute, isn't it? Yeah. All right. So, Jojo, before we get into that, then I should ask you, what did you watch last week, Jojo? What did you watch last week? So I watched uh, one of the stupidest things I've ever watched in my life. (laughs) And I ought to be ashamed to admit it. But like I said, I'm punchy today. So I'm just going to go ahead and say I watched the movie Old by M. Night. Shyamalan and I really don't understand how he keeps getting movies made with big budgets and 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 
people <laughs> acting in it. And I don't understand how he manages to make really good actors suck so bad. <laughs> I, I, it's like he has this massive talent for, for ma- pulling terrible performances out of people who can give you great performances. Now, that's Jesus. it. Of course, he's had some good movies. He has had some good movies. So let's. I'm not talking about the good ones. I'm talking about this movie called Old, and it's fucking terrible. And if you want to watch something unbelievably bad, that you just cannot believe how bad it is. Watch old. Yeah. That's when did that come out, Jojo? Uh earlier this month, I think. Oh my Maybe god. Last month. Maybe and last what, month. Where do you find this? It was on HBO Max. Wow. It's okay. so bad, Graham. It's so bad. Like, and the thing about it is it has a potential because it's based on a graphic novel called The Sandcastles. And it really does have potential. Like it could be an interesting story. It doesn't have to be incredibly bad and stupid. It really doesn't. There's a premise there that could be interesting, but oh my God, he's just sucks everything out of it. Like it's just a whole pool of suck. Like it's just, it's just a sucking whirlpool. Damn, damn. It's terrible. It's so bad. It's so bad. I know I didn't have anything to do with that, but I'm sorry, Jojo. <laughs> Thank you. But it was the kind of thing, like, I couldn't stop watching it because it was so bad. It was like, I know it's not going to get any better. I know I uh, I completely understand that. And I know what I'm getting into when I started this. I'm going, I, I wanted to watch something stupid. I just oh, wow. didn't realize how stupid it was going to be. Like, this thing is a masterpiece of terribleness. Masterpiece of terribleness. It just sucks. I think that has said a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, man. That has said a lot. It's <laughs> It's well, a- I'm sure you watched something so terrible, Georgia, but on the other watch? hand, it wasn't it wasn't that bad for me, to be That's honest. Okay. My wife became very fond of a show that was on about a year almost two ago. This show was on Apple TV Plus and it's called Home. And Home is a series featuring houses that are engineered on the most unconventional ways. And, you know, they interview the people, the dwellers of those homes and what's the idea behind those homes. And the first season, you know, there was a guy in Norway who actually basically covered one home with glass. So he surrounded his home with with glass, made a, a glass house around it. Okay. And basically he grew everything you could imagine because with that, he got the same weather or temperature of Tuscany. And so he grew all kinds of, you know, fruits and tropical things that you would find in the Mediterranean. Yeah. And the the house was completely self-sustained. You know, like his kids could just open the window and grab some grapes and, and things like that. That's cool. And yeah, man, the dude was was fantastic. He created his own sewer system. He completely he built the house literally to go off the grid. Uh, and so he didn't have to deal with the bureaucracy of utilities in his country. And it was it was absolutely fantastic. So so the second season of the show is back. And you know, they, they feature this beautiful freaking home that is built in on some space in South Africa. And these people live there and they've done the most they can to not disturb the ecosystem of the forest. And so they built a house and they found the perfect spot where they couldn't, they didn't have to build that much, but it's actually a luxurious home. Except that every now and then you get visited by a monkey or a spitting cobra or something like that. And they've completely learned to live with it. And they're very eco-conscious type of people. So it's it's fascinating to, to hear them talk about, you know, the idea behind the home and what they are trying to achieve by building such homes. So if you have Apple TV+, Plus, I recommend... Uh, this show is called again home h-o-m-e and it is a beautiful thing because you will see some wonders like 
the human mind is absolutely fantastic. And it's just, you can't help but really fall in love with people that have so, such ingenuity to create uh, these beautiful architectural wonders. So that's the what's close to me. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. And yeah. it's, is it just one house per season or they do a lot of different houses? No, they, they actually, I think they do about six or six or eight episodes. And yeah, you know, some like uh, this one that features this dude is a single father from Mexico and he's some kind of uh, university professor or whatever. He and his daughter, they love to read. And so he basically moved into this concrete warehouse and converted it into a home. But the entire thing is surrounded by books. Oh, man. And awesome. he engineered a way like to like tall concrete walls and engineered a way to place the books and with some self-sustained elevators where you, platforms where you can go up, get your book, get down. It's it's absolutely fascinating. I was like, wow! It's wherever you go, you find books and you read and you and there's places strategically located in the house where you can just lounge and, and read. You know? That's awesome. It's it's yeah, it's That's marvelous. Awesome. Um, I will check that out. That sounds fantastic. You have to, Jojo. You have to. Yeah. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. So that's what we watched last week. So here we go. Jojo, Jerry and Marge go large. What do you think of these little movie one and two? Can you tell folks what it's all about? <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> this is a super cute little movie. I enjoyed it very much. And it's it's more enjoyable than you might think it is, I think, by the some of the trailers and things that are out about it. But what it basically is, is it is based on a true story about a retired couple in Michigan. And the husband realized that there was a mathematical loophole with the lottery in the state. And basically, if you played the lottery at certain times, you were pretty much guaranteed to win. So over years, he and his wife end up making quite a bit of money off of the Michigan lottery. Michigan ended up shutting down that lottery. So then they moved to Massachusetts. And this is this is a really good story about their relationship, about what kind of people they are, about what they did with the money, what they didn't do with the money. And uh, it's, it's a really, it's a really sweet, fun movie and Brian Cranston and Annette Benning and Rain Wilson star in it. And it's just, it's very, very good. It's very good. Yeah. I'm, I have to say, I like this movie. I didn't think I was going to like it. Like I, I, I'm, it was a Saturday night. I was looking for something to watch and I found myself really liking the little movie and I know Brian Cranston and Annette Benning. It has to be good, but it was surprisingly charming. Yeah. That, that's what I found it. And, you know, Rain Wilson actually was, was really good in this one. Yeah. Uh, Rain Wilson is a dude that opt to just do whatever he wants. Like, he's not the actor that you will find in every single movie or, or series or whatever. But I don't know what made him decide to do this one. But I'm glad he did. Like, I'm glad he did. And it was a character that was, like, very prominent or whatever. But yeah. he made he made some of the movie. He made some of the movie funny. Like he added a little bit of the charm to the movie because it was a dude who, whose life was kind of, like, all over the place. But in the end, you know, it, uh, <laughs> deep down, he was a good guy. And, uh, and, yeah, I ended up loving this movie. But I ended up also being very fascinated by the character that Brian Cranston played, Jerry Selby. Because Jerry Selby is a guy that, it doesn't matter how nice of a person you are, but he is the type of person that, if you don't know him very well, you can't help but underestimate him. Because he's not a spectacularly charming person. He is, he's someone that can be alone while 
in being in your company is somebody that does not do well with people. Mm -hmm. And so he's someone that I feel because he's got a wife that is sort of like the life of the party, if you will, that that is the the happy-go-lucky one. People who are friends with his wife are friends with him, but they're not necessarily his friend. Right, right. That's that's how I feel it is, you know. They probably know next to nothing about him. Right, we tolerate this guy because we like his wife, but he's not necessarily a friend. Oh, well, he's a friend, but whatever. Yeah. Yet this guy has some absolutely fantastic qualities that those are the qualities that people run away from because... If you try to dig into who he is and what he's all about, then he might make you feel inadequate (laughs) because this is a dude who is a self-made mathematician, if you will, Mm -hmm. with a high school diploma. This is not a guy who left. He never left his town, right? No, no. He, he, He started working at 17, the same plant, and retired at the same plant. 42 years, I believe he did. Yeah. You know. Yep. A little little town in Michigan, population nineteen hundred people. Yeah. yeah. I I actually I, I got really interested in his character. Well, in him. I shouldn't say his character. In the in the man as well, because uh as you said, he's he's not particularly charming and 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 not that he's a nasty guy or anything he's just kind of there i think is probably a, a good way to describe him so i i actually watched a 60 minutes segment about him and his wife and it's from 2019 so before the movie came out and it, it was really interesting because he is very much as brian cranston played him and very much very like you can tell there's this incredible intelligence there, but at the same time, at the same time, he he wasn't like flaunting it or anything, but it was also basically him like, I don't understand why nobody else got this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, I just, I don't, I don't get it. Like, <laughs> He doesn't see it as a special talent. If, right. In, in his, in his view, right. any human being should be able to get this. Right. right. Exactly. Exactly. To him, it's just like, yeah, it's like if two plus two is four, duh. Right. I mean, you know, and and not not in a like a condescending manner. Or to, like you said, he doesn't think it's anything special. He's just like, yeah, this it was easy for me. So why wouldn't it be easy for everybody else? Like he doesn't have this huge ego or anything like that going on. Like I did this and blah blah blah. So I really enjoyed the the interview on sixty minutes with the two of them, and uh, they're <laughs> they're they're very funny and delightful in in person, if you will, as 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 they are in the movie, but um. But I, I did like that, and I did like the sort of, I don't know quite how to describe it, but the sort of everyman message, I think, that is in the movie. You know, of course, he is special because he figured it out, and the other people that figured it out were from MIT. But at the same time, it, the fact that he was, like, confused as to why anybody else didn't figure out at, figure it out to me is, like, I, I think that as Americans, we're sort of told... You can't figure that out because you didn't go to college to do that thing. Or you didn't specially study that thing for years and years and years. So therefore, don't even try to do the thing because you don't know what you're doing and you're going to mess it up. And I I think that there's a lot of, of stifling in the education system of genuine intelligence and thought process as a, and self-education. You know, you're, you're taught to be able to pass a test. You're not necessarily taught how to think and how to research and how to educate yourself in some most public school systems. So I, I think that, that this is a lovely example of the fact that this is a man who, as you said, he never left his hometown, is a self-taught mathematical genius, and that's the important part to me is the self-taught. It's like he, he, to him, he's going, anybody could have done this. But I, yeah. I, you know, I have a little bit of, of affinity towards math, natural, natural ability towards math, and I'm interested in it. So I figured it out, but anybody could have. And, and I just I enjoyed that sort of message in the movie because I just don't think there's enough of that that we see in entertainment it, because everybody has to be a superhero to do something. Yeah. Everybody has to be, you know, oh, we I was born and bred to do this thing. I had this education. I did this. And, and I just love that this is this quiet little man from Michigan who 
just essentially smoked the whole country. It's just fantastic. And yes, you're absolutely right. And this is why I love this, as you said, because nowadays everybody's an expert, right? Somebody will literally shake his ass or show his respect on, on, on Instagram for long enough to get, you know, 10,000 or 1 million followers. And all of a sudden, they're expert on how to get followers on Instagram. Somebody will have a podcast in the genre that is the easiest to have a podcast. And, and all of a sudden, they'll tell you, no, you, you should do what I did with my podcast because that's how I, I got to where I am. And in the end, if you fall for it, what you get yourself is basically paying for a lot of shit that you already know and you just hearing how it happened to work out work out for somebody else. Right. Because you have been too slow into putting those things into practice. Right. You- it, it, it is as simple as that. Like people are just bringing the most logical, selling you the most logical things that you could do and tell you that is my formula. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And and also, and and as you said, not acknowledging the fact that they happen to be in exactly the right place at exactly the right time, right. or say exactly the right thing for to the exactly the right algorithm. So, so much of it is just chance right. with, with that sort of thing. Of course, natural to talent and ability is part of it too. But for a lot of folks, especially now with the way algorithms control our lives, it's you know, what worked for them is not going to work for somebody else necessarily. So, but I just, yeah, I, I love the idea of, of not having to be an expert and uh, still just quietly and massively <laughs> taking over your whole state and another state too. I mean, anything that screws mass holes out of money is happy by me. Perfectly fine by me too. <laughs> you know, yeah, you, you when you touched on on the whole idea of how in the U.S. going to college is just a matter is is, is a way of perpetuating class, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when when you talk to a couple couple of young Germans that are on their way out of uh, high school, and if you ask them, are they of you going to college? Out of five, maybe one will say, "Yeah, I." When I'm going to college because I want to be a lawyer. And the rest of them will ask you, no, no, why? You know, I'm going to be a builder. So I'm going to vocational college. I'm going to be a shoemaker. I'm going to vocational college. I'm going to, do you know what I mean? Like the whole expectation that college and going to college to be, you know, all of everything that you want to be, it's no, it, it does not exist, basically. You no. go to college because the thing that you want to do with your life has to do with college. Right. But you don't come to the conundrum of what do I want to go to college for, but rather what do I want to do with my life? And will I be able to make a living with what I want to do with my life? And so that's like in, in the U.S., it's it's just go to school, go to college, and after college, boom. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. that's life. And if if you don't, if you're not very successful, then you, well, you didn't go to college. And if you are successful without having to go to college, then a lot of people will say, "I mean, he's got the money, but he doesn't have a college education." Right. Right. It's it's a whole level of of classism that is 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 fascinating to me. It's existed for a long time in this country, but it it, it I feel it's much worse now, or perhaps it's just the area I'm currently in. And, and the reason I say that is, I I have to travel to a very affluent area, and I've overheard conversations between someone who is having to very vigorously defend the fact that one of her children is not going to college. And it's not because her daughter is stupid or or because they don't have the money to send her to college or that's not what she wants. She does not want to go to college. The, The career path that she wants to take is not going to involve a college. And it's it's very interesting to me in a anthropological in a human study sense because it's because it's just like the this the the affluent folks just can't they can't 
grasp that. It's it's like some of them I've even heard say, you know, um, well, does she have like a record or something, or is she is she special needs and, and and stuff like that? And I'm like, that is so offensive. And to them, it's just a question. But I'm like so offended for this person who is just like no that's that's not what she wants to do and they're like oh well you know couldn't she just go and and then do the thing that she wants to do and i'm like i don't understand why would she waste four years of her life yes not doing the things she wants to do just so she has this thing that's going to preserve class like i am baffled and i'm very happy that her mother is you know fighting for her and standing up for her and not being like yeah you need to go to college to shut all these white people up (laughs) but it's just it's sad that she has to people don't seem to understand people don't seem to understand that the whole college thing started with the new deal (laughs) okay going to college became a thing after the new deal not everybody had the money to go to college. And then it became a business where people, businesses are shoving money up your face so you can go to college and owe them money. Yes. Even when you probably have figured out, I could probably get by without going to college. Yes. Right? Because here's the thing. Our grandparents, our parents, some of them, did not go to college. My mother is one of the most was one of the most fabulous choir director and musicians I ever come across. My mother never went to college. <laughs> you know, my mother just just was raised in a church and started playing the piano when she was like 11 and figured out how voices work and how vocals and different tonalities and mesh together to create a choir and shit. And it was, she was absolutely fabulous. Yeah. Never went to college. Yeah. Right. My father made it to maybe sixth grade and made it to fucking judge of the peace. (laughs) You know, the men learned the law by just being an apprentice to the messenger to an old lawyer in his hometown. And then the dude died, he took over the practice and fucking made it all the way to judge of the peace. Again, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and so, so many of the inventors that we today we celebrate, these people just started to just fucking around with shit. Yeah. You know, college yeah. is just, today is just a matter of class. And I am very proud of the of my son's generation who have figured out I'm not going to get myself into this kind of entanglement if I don't need to. Yes. You know. Yes. It's it it's fantastic that they have figured it out and I and you know schools are panicking because of it which is is fantastic because you you go into debt such huge amount of debt that you are never going to be able to repay in some cases and i've met some of these folks and worked with some of these folks and i can assure you <laughs> that their money was wasted and i'm not i'm really not saying that in a mean way whatsoever i'm just saying that i know that they they don't know how to self educate that their education that they received that they spent a huge amount of money on wasn't any better than if they had picked up a few books and read them what they got out of it essentially was a very expensive piece of paper that they could show to people that in the workforce and, you know, probably make a couple bucks more an hour because of it. So it has absolutely nothing to do with mental quality, which is, it's, 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 the classism is so tied up in, oh, I'm smarter than you and I'm better than you. And it's like, no, I mean, you've heard me talk about my father and how much I loved my father and how incredibly intelligent I consider my father. One of the most intelligent people I've ever met in my entire life. He never went to college. Justin, we we talk about this all, when you lived nearby, we talked about this all the time because we used to work with doctors and and things like that. And these people, all they have, like, for character, 
is the fact that they're called doctors. Oh, yes. Because at the end of the day, like, if you are a doctor and you can't deal with real life, then what the fuck? What's so what? So yeah. what? You are an MD. Do you know what I mean? And these are the people that listen to me. If you have a doctorate, whether it's a ju Jewish doctorate or a philosophical do doctorate or a medical doctorate, and you can't make fucking function a copy machine, fuck you. You are a moron. You're an absolute fucking moron. So you went to school, you studied, you bottled up a bunch of shit so you can pass an exam and not fuck it up. And then you got a title and that made you a doctor. But other than that, you know nothing about life. Yeah. There is yeah. this there is this proverb in the Caribbean. I don't know if it it must go because like most proverbs come from Africa. But <laughs> there's the the proverb of the dude who basically hired a fishing boat and dude is very rich and shit, pay all kinds of money for the fishing boat. And the little captain is some dude from the shore. And they started talking and the rich guy said something. And the little captain says, I you're probably going to have to explain that to me because I don't know what it means. So let me ask you a question. Do you know how to read and write? He said, no, I never went to school. Oh, you never went to school. You don't know how to read and write. Like, no. <laughs> and the dude said, damn, man, what a life you have. <laughs> and later, a storm started and the boat is going down. And the guy's like, let me ask you a question. Do you know, do you know how to swim? <laughs> I said, no, I don't know how to swim as well. What a life you won't have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. I like that. It's, it's a question of, you know, people ask me all the time, man, why do you know this? You know, I'm like, why not? The, why the fuck not know it? Do right. you know what I mean? Right, right. That's because that's the thing. I think I think I think it might sound like a little bit that we're railing against education, <clears throat> and we're absolutely not. And, and I, I know you well enough to speak for you when I say that. And I'm not absolutely not. What I'm I'm railing against is the idea of an education making you're a different class, right? And the idea that you have to follow these particular rules to get an ed a legitimate education. That's bullshit. You can absolutely receive an excellent education outside of college. It could possibly be even be a better education. It, it, it honestly depends on the person and their motivations. But you have to be able to be exposed to critical thought processes and the way to uh, study the way it's not fun, <laughs> you know, the learning, the learning how to study for me was not fun until you get it. And then it is fun, but it is something that you have to learn. It is something that has to be taught, but you absolutely don't have to go to college to get it. That's all that, that I personally am saying. Yeah. I am railing against yeah. the classism of college. It should yes. not be that way. Yes. It should. And then, and the idea that because you went to college, you're smarter than somebody who did not go to college or that you have a better education than somebody who didn't go to college. It's not That's exactly my thing. For me, it's the notion of being highly educated. Like, oh, this person is highly educated. They went to such and such college. Yeah. That, to me is absolute bullshit. Right, right. That to me is absolute. Well, here's, here's one thing. I've studied three particular careers for which I've never graduated. In fact, in fact, I've never gone to a graduation ceremony. No. I go to school, ended the year, ended the studies. Hey, man, send me my diploma. <laughs> and that's it. I've never gone to... First, because... You know, for me, it was really hard as an as an, as a young immigrant to not have anybody come to you know to their graduation because yeah. I didn't have a lot of family with me and stuff, and everybody had their mom, their dad, and blah blah blah. For me, it was really hard. So I'm like, yeah, man, we're done. Okay, send me the diploma. I'll come by and pick it up. You know what I mean? And and that's it. You know, I went to the seminary, and in the seminary, I did two. I went to through two different studies. 
psychology and philosophy. Didn't graduate. Two months before graduation, everything was finished. I went back to the Dominican Republic and never returned to the seminary, you know. So to a certain extent, I couldn't take anything with me other than what I got here. Mm-hmm. Other than what I got here. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So who is highly educated? The person who can show you a diploma hanging on, on, on the... I'm not saying this person is not highly educated, but put them against me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not yeah. intimidated. No, yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. You know, I will fucking theorize you through kingdom come. Yeah. Because what I've learned wasn't just a matter of, I'm going to learn this to take an exam. Because what I've learned didn't stop after college or after seminary. I've continued to read. Yes. I've continued to read. Yes. And this is what people are not doing right now. Yes. We're just reading just, just, just titles and then think, oh, I got what this is all about. No, context matter. That's yeah. why I go and read shit. Because, yes. because I need to have a proper context of what I'm reading. And when I'm talking about it, I need to be able to, to very clearly express what I think of it. Because Albert Einstein is considered a genius today. But his whole thing was, you have to be able to explain it. Mm-hmm. It's not a matter of like, I'm smarter than you. Mm-hmm. Is it could be the greatest idea. If you cannot explain it in a few words, then you don't understand what you're doing. Mm-hmm. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, you know, when you were talking, it was like, just because someone may have more pieces of paper on their wall than you do, doesn't mean that your knowledge and your education is null and void, because, (laughs) and and that's, you know, for, for all of us, just because and again, not railing against education at all, or or college at all. It's 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 fantastic in its place, but the idea that just because you've now graduated and yet you need to stop your education, that you can just up, oh, it's done. I've learned everything in the world now. But I'm going to work. <laughs> right, right. That's is just it's just ridiculous, and um, it's not the way it's not the way the brain needs to work. <laughs> no, man. Yeah. And, and, and the thing about learning is that it never stops. No, the thing about doesn't. learning is that it never stops. So when, it's, when the goal is, I'm just going to get this diploma and I'm out, and then I'll go into the, into the workforce, it, it's just, and, and this is what, what we, why we, we have gotten into this little bit of rabbit hole, because Jerry Selby, the character that Brian Cranston plays, is, again, a dude who never left his hometown. Yeah. Yet... Yet he was or is a mathematical genius because he was still curious. Numbers fascinated him and he gave it a chance and he went after it. He never saw a problem that he didn't want to solve. Yeah. What yeah. more education do you need than that? Yeah. And this, this is a man who is who's retired. You know, he there's <laughs> there really wasn't much of an end game for him, really, other than curiosity, other than looking at those numbers and going, "Hey, wait a minute, I, I think I can make some money off of this." You know, like it wasn't it wasn't like he he I don't know he just sat down and did he said in in the um the sixty minutes interview I watched the first time he said it took him about three minutes to figure out how to how to how the loophole worked. It took him three minutes of 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 looking at the numbers, and um, and it was it was it's so funny in the interview. If you get a chance to look it up, I highly recommend it because, and and, and he says it very matter of factly, like oh three minutes, and the and the, of course you know the the journalist is like oh my goodness, and he's kind of looking at the journalist like, what was wrong? What? <laughs> like, you could have done it too, man. Like what the hell? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I just I I love that. I love that. For him, it was just a very commonplace event, and I love that he's probably encouraged his children and his grandchildren and his great-grandchildren to be the same way, to 
you know, sure, go to school. Sure, do what do what you want to do, but just keep that curiosity alive. Be keep curious. that interest alive. And 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 remember what it's like, how exciting it is to learn things because we need so many more people like that in the world. And I just I love that he exists and I hope that he sparked that in his children and grandchildren and great grandchildren. Was it Mark Twain, I think, who said, Don't be judgmental, be curious? I think so. Yeah. 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 And and part of the reason why most people who have watched Ted Lasso fell in love with Ted Lasso is because the character of Ted Lasso lives by that principle. Be not judgmental, but curious. If instead of emitting a judgment and saying, okay, I'm done with these, you want to find out more as to why things happen and why they happen the way they happen then you too can be a fucking genius. Obviously, that doesn't mean you will gain notoriety because being a genius is not, is, is not a question of, it's not for notoriety, but it is, a, it is to satiate a, a desire in you to know it. It's all about, okay, I didn't know this today, I know it. Yeah. I had a hard time understanding this. Now I've figured it out. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, I've spent countless hours learning to play a song on the guitar that I've never played to, to anybody for anybody. In fact, I don't play the guitar for people. You know, <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. you should see me working hard to learn every single lick in an eagle song or whatever. And then after I'm done, I'm like, fucking yeah, I've done it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. But it's not yeah. because, oh, now I know this shit. I'm going to put on a thing that I'm going to give a concert on under the tree over there. Fuck that. Me, You're going to make a podcast about how how to, to make the, how to. Oh, yeah, I'm going to open a YouTube channel. <laughs> like, here's how you play this song. No, no, no. That's yeah. not why I did it. Right. I did it because. Fuck yeah, I wanted to do it. Like when I hear the song, I can say, okay, this is how you go about this one, yep. you know? And so that's and it, what it's all about. It doesn't necessarily have to be some esoteric or some, you know, mind boggling, earth shattering thing. If it's something that you're curious about and you're interested in, start doing some reading about it. It could just be that you like the color blue and you, you know, and you want to learn what made the color blue? Well, how do our eyes see the color blue? Why do us? Why do some of us see different shades? I mean, it does not have to be anything complicated or esoteric to keep learning. To yeah. get, and it's addictive. It's addictive. Yeah. So when you start learning something and you get that little rush of, oh my gosh, I know something that I didn't know before. And yeah. then it turns into other things and it kind of snowballs. And yeah. it's, it's, it's a wonderful, powerful feeling because you're enriching yourself. It's, doesn't eat like I said, it doesn't even have to be anything that is anything important at all. That's that's not even the, the point of it. It can be if you want it to be, absolutely. Yeah. But you know, if if it's if it's important if, to you and if it's important fine. to you, if you want to learn how to knit and everybody around you thinks that is the dumbest thing, then by God, go on and learn how to knit. I mean, come yeah. on, just because it's not going to change the world in itself doesn't mean that you're not changing the world by your curiosity by the fact that you may be igniting somebody else's curiosity that is going to go on to change the world. As long as we can all stay curious, the world is going to be a better place. And I, I think the, the, the other thing is that you never know when that thing you know will come in handy to the service of others. Very true. Simple very, as that. very true. Very you true. never know. You never know when that is going to be the case. Oh, you know what? I actually can do this. I know how to do that. Yeah. Would you like me to help? Okay, boom. Yeah. And then you'll ask yourself, I don't even know why I learned how and why I decided to learn how to do this, but here it is. Yeah. You know? So that's, that's that's all we're saying. This is not an, a rant against education, but rather there's more than one way to skin a goat. Is that how they say the thing? I think it's more than one way to skin a cat, but I, I, I like how to skin a goat. That works. Yeah, there's, there's no reason to skin, to skin a cat. No. <laughs> That's cruel. A goat. I mean, <laughs> I mean, where I come from, we eat goats. So. Yeah. Right. 
Let's go into the cast of this, Jojo. Uh, this was Brian Cranston as Jerry Selby, Anna Benning as Marge Selby, Uli Schlesinger as Tyler, that little shite. <laughs> Fucking hate that kid, man. Uh-huh. This is a good little actor because he 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 did he did his job on that one. He really did. He really, really did. I thought he was one of the uh, Culkin kids because he looks like he does look like a Culkin, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like, yeah. do they have like a little brother? Oh, oh did Macaulay? <laughs> did Macaulay already have a kid? Because <laughs> um, isn't, isn't Macaulay? Macaulay is about 45, 40 something. Isn't he? Yeah, I think so. Is it? Yeah, is it? Yeah. Because the little brothers are must be in his late thirties, the one that's on succession. I would think so, yeah. yeah. But yeah, Uli Schlesinger. I don't know, you know, if I've seen this kid in, in, on anything else. Um, yeah, I don't think so. I'm looking well, at. He was on Hunter on the first episode of Hunter. Yeah, Anna Camp. Is she from uh, from the 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 choir show, the choir movie, the the one with with the little Australian lady that got that uh, got skinny? Oh, uh, Pitch Perfect. Yeah. Yes, that is her. Okay, she was she was the daughter, Don Selby. Yep. Like that, like that face, I can recognize anywhere. Yes. Uh. Yes, very very particular face. She was mm. in. Um, True Blood to Oh, is she? I remember seeing her in that. And there was some other show she was into. Was she in Glee? Maybe not. I don't know. But yeah, she's she's been in a lot of things. But yeah, and she, then, she of has course. a very particular face. Yeah. And then you've got Rain Wilson, mm-hmm. who like I don't know, killed it for me. He he was he was too good on that. Uh, like dirty looking guy from from the gas station that was funny (laughs) (laughs) i loved it i was happy to see michael mckeon because he just makes me happy yes yeah michael mckeon like he i i remember him from soul called just called soul or better call Saul. better call soul he's 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 soul's big brother Mm -hmm. yeah and Anne Harada has a very particular way of being funny because I remember her from, do you remember that show? Did you ever watch that show Schmigadoon on Apple TV plus? No, I meant to. And I never, I never did. She well, Schmigadoon was a very funny show that most people didn't like it because it was a, it was a musical, like people belt out just singing everything about it. It was a town that they did everything singing. Okay. Um, and Anne Harada played the character of the wife of the mayor. Uh, I think the mayor was one of those dudes who everybody else knows he's gay except he, he himself. Like, even his name was, like, Mayor Maneater or something like that. <laughs> you know? And, and, and Anne Harada was, was the wife, and she was very funny. There's something that she does with her face. You know, like one of those very, one of those people who believe everything and everything they're saying too, and then they confirm it by like, you know, like <laughs> nodding a lot. Uh-huh. And she did a little bit of that in the, in the movie on the very first scene. And I'm like, yeah, that's that face right there. <laughs> this is very, very funny. Yeah, Larry Wilmore. You know, Larry Wilmore is funny. I like Larry Wilmore, whatever. Tracy Toms, the journalist, Maya. It was a very small character, but I, I, I like what she did. I like the way she went about it, you know? Yeah, I like Tracy Toms. I think that everything she's in, she's, she's good. Yeah, it's a very small cast mm-hmm. for a movie that had a lot of people in it. It was a very small cast. But everybody sort of like killed it. Yeah. It was a, it, like a very compact little cast that came together and did what they needed to do. So cool little movie. I'm really, 
I'm really glad I watched it. Yeah. And I'm really glad that they made this mon- this man's life, this man's story into into a movie because he kind of deserved it. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I agree. All right then. So, yeah, Jerry and Marge go large. Paramount Plus. Hopefully, you like it as much as we do. Like I said, it's nothing to write home about. It's not a terribly funny movie or anything like that. Sort of profound thing that will make you look to the stars and think hard. It's just a very lighthearted, well-made, well-acted little movie that yep. you, you like. Yep. And I don't know. It made us sort of like go on an education rant so maybe it maybe it will make you think about things <laughs> yeah yeah all right then Jojo, we're gonna call it a day so go to our website and check it out you know what i mean it's called kickinginstrumentpodcast.com you will find jocelyn on instagram as kns co-host right jojo that's me kns co-host k as in kilo and as in nancy s as in sam co-host do you get it? For me, you'll, you'll find me as Mr. Putzetta. That's M-R-P-U-Z-Z-E-T-T-A. Don't forget to check out our YouTube channel. We have posted our latest on what's streaming this month. And we've got some good stuff for you. Just go do a search, kicking and streaming on YouTube and check it out. Or also check it out on our website, kickingandstreamingpodcast.com. We're going to call it a day for now. For me, for Jojo. This is goodbye, folks. Bye, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Thank you for listening to Kicking and Streaming Podcast. If you found value in our content, please subscribe and share. We would also be delighted to hear what you think of this podcast. So please rate us by writing a quick review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on all major social media platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. Join the conversation happening today on our Facebook group. 